0: Hey, my friend, this is Joe Bakmotsky and welcome to Simplify Cancer Podcast. I want to start with a poem that i got for you today. Here it goes. This may not be your best day, but I want you to know, you don't have to be perfect. It's okay to let go, to acknowledge the moment that you find yourself in. It's a part of your journey. That's where you begin. If you're going to help others, then accept in return that they'll be there for you so we'll listen and learn what is right and what isn't for you and for your way of life so that you carry on, find your own way through strife to get close to what matters most, you being happy. Hope you enjoyed that. This one's called, let go of the past. My name is Joe Bakmotsky. I wanna welcome you to the show. And today we've got a really special episode because I'm gonna take you through my favorite five ways to liberate yourself from worry. These are all the lessons that I've learned from dealing with cancer and dealing with worrying about all the horrible things that hopefully never happen. So I hope this is going to serve you. So let's get into it. Well, hello, my friend. My name is Joe Bakmotsky. I'm the host of the Simplify Cancer podcast and also the author of Finding Hope in times of uncertainty, a guide to thriving in the challenging world of today. And right now I'm gonna share with you five ways to liberate yourself from worry that I think can really serve you, especially after everything that you've been through with cancer. Because how crazy is that? You know, I'll kind of go through this experience and there's just so much stress there's so much overwhelming emotions sometimes you don't know what to do with yourself. And even if you get to a place where you hopefully get your all clear, and you kind of can't help but like look at life and think, well, like what else is gonna go wrong, right? Because we all look at life after cancer and we kind of expect things to go wrong, and we start to doubt yourself. And like how the things might turn out, and and that's tough, and it's tough because it makes us it makes it that much harder to just deal with what life throws our way, because the world, you know, it's difficult as it is without having something like cancer get on top of your life. So that's why right now I want to share with you the five ways to specifically help you get on top of that I think can really serve you. The first thing, the number one thing that I I believe is going to make a huge difference for you is to bring your worries out into the open. Because what happens so much in our lives is that these worries they kind of end up like just kind of circling out somewhere at the back of your mind. And they kind of get on top of each other. And sometimes it's kind of hard to tell like what's really bothering because one minute you're kind of worried about this and then you kind of start thinking about that and it sets off something else. And by the end of it, you know, who knows, like time's passed and you don't even know where you started, but you kind of just, You're tense and you're nervous and you're freaking out about life, right? That's how worries can often come in and start to take over your life. And that's why it's so crucial to bring them out into the open so that you can see them for what they really are. Because when you can do that, your worries, they lose their grip on you when you can see them for what they are, you can move forward and you can take them out of your mind, out of your unconscious, and you can decide whether that's real or what is it you can do about it. And the one way I would urge you to do about it, and you can do it right now with me, is to really, literally write them out of yourself. I call this exercise the worry list, because we're going to list out your worries. So if you want to do this right now, you can do this with, I would urge you to do this with pen and paper, if you have them handy. You could do this with your phone as well or uh, or your tablet, but I find that like writing works really well, because this way you can just like let your mind work, and the things that will come up to you will often surprise you. You know, so there'll be some things that you might not expect to find there or you might not quite expect how you kind of put it in a particular way. So what I would like you to do right now is to take out a, you know, a piece of paper, whether it's in your notebook and a pen or a pencil and, and write the words, write them out on the page, Here is what's bothering me the most right now. And start writing. You can put this on pause if you like. And just do it. And just give yourself, set a timer for five minutes and just start writing. Don't think about it. Just do it. Hit the pause button and come back to this. Listen, I hope you had the chance to do this, right? Because what this exercise can help you uncover is the things just that you are just worried about right now. They'll come up for you, and you'll be, you, you can see them in front of you. You can see a list of things that are there. And if I'm not mistaken, there might be things in there that you did not expect to find there, or you kind of phrased it in a different way. So when you can see your worries, you can now go through this list and just have a quick scan and see, like, is this, like, is this a big deal? Is this what's going to get in my way? Can I do something about it? Am I overreacting here? Is this something that, that I can talk to, let's say, my doctor or my medical team about? I mean, who's going to? Is there someone who can help me with this? Right? So I would urge you to go through this list now and with your analytical hat on, right? And look through this list and decide like, you know, is this big and scary? And what is it that I can do about this? Who can help me with this worry and get on top of it? Because what ends up happening is now you've given each worry, you've given it space, and now you brought it out of your head, and it's out in front of you, so you can decide what to do next. And that is great power, my friend, because when you bring out your worries out into the open, they lose their grip on you. So that's that was number one. Bringing your worries out into the open is key. It is absolute key for dealing with your worries in the way that they are, in the way that affects you and your way of life. Now, second, we're going to talk about to really help you get on top of worry is to get answers when you can, because you might have a specific worry or you know, something that you're afraid of, or something that is holding you back, whatever you want to call it. You might have something like that in your life right now, something that you know, you feel that deep inside, and you know it, and that's something that's bothering you. might be, okay, kind of, maybe it's you're waiting for test results. It might be the fear of cancer coming back. It might be whatever the situation is for you. Maybe it's something you've uncovered on your worry list right, maybe it's one of the, the items there. But when you have something that is specific, we wanna be able to now, again, go further, right? We wanna be able to look at it of greater detail. If you know that there is something specific that's really kind of just getting to you, that's really troubling you, again, we wanna be able to work through it on a piece of paper right? And I know that sounds like work, but we're going to do this with you right now in two minutes time, right? That's all we're going to give this. We're going to give this two minutes time so that you can, again, really like just look at it. Again, I'm going to guide you through exactly what you can do right now. This is implementation style, my friend. You're here and we're working through it. We're working through it right now. And the way that you can really deal with it with this worry or concern or, or, or trouble that you have, is what I'm going to guide you through a tool that that I came up with and I use all the time with my clients uh, is called the outcome map. So the outcome map is helps you to really figure out what are you know what is that you can do in this side of this situation. What's the best way forward so i want you to take a blank piece of paper and i want you in the middle of the page write down whatever your worry or concern or or trouble is i want you to write what that is so let's use the example of waiting for a test right let's say you're waiting for a, a test from your regular checkup so you've got that And now I want you to think, well, what are the possible kind of outcomes? Like, what are some of the things that could happen as a result? That's why I call it the outcome map. Like, what could happen realistically, right? So let's say you, let's say in this particular example, the outcome, possible outcomes, or let's call it likely outcomes. Well, well, one likely outcome is, hopefully, like, the cancer has not come back, right? So you would write a little you know, I'm still in the clear, right? The other option might be, you know, maybe the cancer has come back, right? Maybe there's, maybe there's a third option that doesn't come to mind. <laughs> maybe then shows up something else. I don't know, right? So you, but you want to be able to work out whatever, what are the possible outcomes in this situation, Right? Or you, you might want to look at if this is a, a something that is in the future that is coming up for you. You want to say, well, how would be different options in terms of how would you go about dealing with the situation? Whatever that is for you, you want to write down a couple of things that could come out of it or that you could consider doing, right? Different outcomes as a result of this worry. Now that you've got it in front of you written down, I want you to think of and give it a percentage to each of these outcomes. Let's say you've got two or three or five, right? whatever the situation might be. And you've got these different scenarios that can happen. And I want you to specifically write down, just um, you don't have to think about it too much, just quickly assign whatever comes to mind a likely percentage is because this will help you kind of think about it and, and tell you you know how much you should be really paying attention to this, right? So let's just say you, uh, let's say in the example of Cancer Academy Bank, well, maybe the percentage is, you know, 5%. I, I don't know what that is for you. And if you don't know that, well, that's something, by the way, to check in with your specialists because it's important to have that percentage, right? Whether it's big or not, but you want to know that for yourself. And if, and especially if it's smaller, then that's a good percentage to keep in mind because that's there's a likelihood of something, right? But right now, we want to be able to assign it. Even if you don't know what that is, you want to put it like your best guess. Like, what would it be? Like, your best guess, what is it? So put down the percentage. And now I want you to just quickly take a minute to scan... These different outcomes. I so you've two, three, four. You've got a few of them, and say, okay. So I know what what are the things that how things might turn out. I know how likely that is because I kind of put a percentage on it roughly. So what would be the one thing that I can do about this today? What would be the one thing that I could do about this situation to help me feel better? What is the one thing that I could do today? This is something that can really help you to get on top of this worry, concern, troubling situation that that just is, is making you feel worked up and tense and scared maybe, is to really work through it, to determine what's going on. What are the different scenarios or different options? How likely is it? And then said, what's the one thing you can do about it today? And I would urge you to do just that. Maybe the one thing you can do about this today is, you know, get an appointment with your specialist. Send them an email. Maybe the one thing you can do about it is to talk to your partner about it. Maybe the one thing you can do about it is just call a friend and say, you know what, I'm this is what's getting in my way. But I want you to do something, one thing that you can do about this worry. Maybe it's, uh, you know, book a time with someone who can help you. Maybe it's getting time with a counselor or maybe with a coach who's going to help you to work through this situation. Whatever it is that you need to do, I would urge you to do one thing today to help you get through this situation right now. Don't leave it just as it is. You've written it out on your page. You've looked at it. You have you gave it a, your understanding. And now you have an insight into what's going on so you can decide what to do next. So please take that next step forward and decide what you're going to do with it. That was number two, how to get answers. That is so critical to get answers. And oftentimes, the best place to start with answers is within yourself. Now, let's talk about number three, my friend. (laughs) The third thing that can really help you to get on top of your worries is to make sense of them, right? Because what happens in... I mean, the, we have this, this huge myth in our society that oftentimes we don't want to talk about our troubles, our fears, our concerns, our worries. And, and oftentimes that's not really the case. Oftentimes we have no troubles in reaching out for, for help uh, or to seek out support. But the big problem that we do have is making sense of it. I mean, I know it sounds so basic, but the truth is, and I know this from from all of my coaching clients, is what seems obvious to another person looking in and working you through this situation, and what may seem incredibly obvious to you once you specifically go through the process of making sense of the situation yourself, is is not obvious to you inside that moment dealing with worries because they get in the way and they make it really hard for you to really tell what is really like getting to you. What is making you upset? What is making you worked up? Because something sets you off, and sometimes we don't know what that is, and maybe it's something that someone said, and then it just it just takes you on the cycle of you know like being upset and then that triggers off another memory and then sets you off and by the end of it you just you're freaking out about what's going on so that's what that's what we want to be able to just break this apart and want to make sense of what's going on and the best way that I know in doing that is to really what I call story shaping again this is a tool that I advise all of my coaching clients to work through. And sometimes we work through it one-on-one, but you can do this in your own time. And I would encourage you to talk about your problems out loud. You can journal as well. That's great. If that helps you. But I would encourage you to also try to talk about your problems out loud. Why? Why? To yourself (laughs) first and foremost. Why? Because when you write things down, we sometimes tend to um, you know put it in a particular way, sometimes sometimes in in terms of thinking or even writing, sometimes we don't get the clarity that we need from the situation. But when you're saying things out loud, even if this is on your own, if this if you're by yourself, which I would urge you to do, you don't need to do this with another person, you can, and that would be great, but if you find that difficult, if you find that uncomfortable, if it sounds weird to you, just do it for yourself, just talk through the situation out loud, because what happens is when you talk through things out loud, it kind of has to make sense, doesn't it, right, because it's like a conversation, even if no one's listening, you have to try and make sense of it and you could like and the way that you would do it is you'd be in a place where you're on your own whether you're you know driving in a car whether you're um, you're making a meal in the kitchen whether you're out on a walk that's how i started doing it and you start to kind of say well why do i feel this way just ask yourself like simple questions or listen what's going on with this person or you know Why do I feel upset? Like, is this because of this? Is it because of that? And you try to just come up with answers and and make sense of it to yourself. That becomes an incredibly powerful tool on several levels. First of all, you'll be able to uncover why you feel a certain way. I'll tell you what, this is something that I've used just by chance. I got when I came back from the hospital I remember I was uh, I was so angry and upset and I couldn't work it out why it was it was just bugging me I remember I was I was going on these nightly walks and I was like like why do I feel so worked up man and angry and 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 upset I go like what happened why have like why do I feel this way and and you know and and it, and it kind of came up on the fact that You know, I I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. And I realized that what's been really eating away at me is that I had several of my close friends who really kind of disappeared from my life when I was going through treatment. And it made me really upset and angry because I was like, why, why did it happen? And even the realization of that alone was... Just opened my eyes. It opened my eyes of how I, why I felt this way, and it also helped me to kind of work through it and go like, why did it happen? What about this person? Why did they do it this way? Do they not care about me? Am I a bad person? And really helped me to kind of work through it and understand the situation in so much greater depth, and help me to understand what I want from life, and it helped me to understand that. That these are not the right people for me to have in my life. It also informed me of what are the types of friends that I do want to have in my life. They're really going to be there for me even when things don't go right. And maybe when even when they don't really feel like they know what's the right thing to do or say, right? And anyway, it's it, I'm not saying it's going to lead you to all uh, sorts of things about your friends or people around you, but you start to make sense of situation in a way that is real and meaningful for you. And that can make a huge difference to you and your way of life. And the reason I call it story shaping is because you don't just learn to talk it out loud, but you also decide how to shape your own story. And you decide what to do next. And that is a huge benefit. And what another thing that ends up happening and this is also going to make a dramatic difference to your way of life is that all of a sudden, when you made, once you made sense of your struggle, it's so much easier to talk about it with other people. And you don't need to make some you know, big reveal and say, well, now I'm going to talk to you about this. It's just going to naturally come up. It's going to be something that just naturally is going to happen in that way. It's going to be a part of your regular conversation because you are able to understand it for yourself and to express it out loud. So it's just going to come up in so much more naturally. So please do that. Make sense of your worries out loud, whether that's with yourself or if you want to work through it with a, with another person, whether that's with a friend, with um, a loved one, whether that's with uh, a psychologist Well, that's with your coach, but you want to be able to work through it so you can make sense of what's going on and decide which way to go next. Now, on to number four. Set clear boundaries to stop worries from taking over your life. Because what ends up happening is just kind of when you're thinking about something, you know how it is, Right? When you, something's bothering you, you, something like really gets in the way, it has a tendency to just like spill over into different situations and parts of your life, because you know you might have been upset about, you know this this worry about the, this this test you've got and coming up next week, but that kind of makes you edgy. But then when you come in to to you know talk to your child or to your friend, you kind of worked up and, and you're not really present in that moment and you're not really engaged. But that's not a great thing. So we want to be able to contain it somehow. And one way to do it is through worry time. And that is when you set yourself the time. I know this sounds weird, but you set yourself the time to worry, right? So you might set yourself well, five or five 10 minutes, and you can just like book it in. And you like put a timer on your phone or on your computer, and you time yourself. say, so, well, this is the time when I'm gonna kind of worry about it. I'm going, and you're gonna think about like what's bothering me and, and what's coming up for me, and why do I feel this way, and what is it that I can do. And you kind of give it, you time box it, right? You give it, you give it clear boundaries. And this way, when you when you like consciously go, okay, I'm going to go into worry time right now. This way, when it ends, you go back to leading your life. And it's not like those worries are never going to come up, but you're going to get so much better at containing it. Right? It's kind of like a skill, right? Like when you do it, when you do more of it, You just become good at working through things and it helps you to get on top of it that much faster. So I hope it helps you to use worry time to set up boundaries, clear boundaries to prevent worry from taking over your life. Now onto number five, my friend. Here is how we're gonna, the fifth way, and this is big, this is epic, and I know this never gets enough attention. And this is the biggest one of all, because this can give you the biggest bang for your buck, I guess, (laughs) over the long term. And that is how to take your focus away from worry. Because with worry, whenever you have a troubling thought, an unhelpful thought, or a whole bunch of them, as often happens, they kind of take over your life. And this becomes something that you focus on. That's where your attention goes. That's where your energy goes. That's where your time goes. And what we can do is to shift that focus away from worry and pick out something in your life that is gonna give you that point of focus, something you can really kind of latch onto, something you can hold on and and that will take your time and shift your time, focus, energy away from worry onto this other thing. Whatever it is that is meaningful for you and your way of life, that's where we want it to go. That's what we want it to be, right? And the way that I like to think about it, because this gives you purpose, and purpose takes your time away from worry. And the way that I want you to think about it is through my three Ps of purpose, right? To create this sense of purpose. And because we really lose that sense of purpose after you go through a massive change in your life, uh, like cancer, for example, we kind of lose that sense of purpose, right? Because so much is in your life's changed and it's vital to reconnect with that sense of purpose and and give it like a specific, you know, personal reason. Like who do you want to help and why? Or what is it that you want to do that will make you feel good about yourself and the world around you? And that's what I want you to think about in the context of three P's of purpose. Which is your people, first of all. Which is what are the people around you that really you care about and that would benefit from your help and support? That, you know, who's looking up to you in your life right now that you can really do something for them and, and be more present and be more given with them to really help them? That's people passions. What are the things that you love doing that maybe you haven't spent time on? Or maybe what are the things that get you excited but you haven't really found the time to immerse yourself in? What is the the one thing that you could do to just learn something new or get back to a hobby that you were doing that will really take your time and focus and attention and ultimately projects. What are the things that will give you that sense of accomplishment, the sense of moving forward in life or making you feel like, like you achieved something that you ultimately care about the most? What's the one thing that you can kind of plan from start to finish, whether that's, I don't know, renovating your kitchen, whether that's uh, writing a book, whether that's, uh, you know, uh, going on a trip somewhere. Whatever that is for you. What's the one project you can start to really plan and get excited about? It's going to make a difference to you and your way of life. It's going to make a huge difference to your life in the long term, my friend. That sense of purpose, I can tell you, I cannot tell you just how vital it is. And this is something, you know, in my coaching program, I work through that and that that just becomes a part of, of life to really zero in on that and really go after it because it makes you feel excited about your life again. It makes you look forward to things and... Most importantly, it takes your time and energy away from worry towards the things that you love, towards the people that you care about the most. Hope this was helpful to you, my friend. These five ways to liberate yourself from worry. One, bring your worries out into the open. Write them out on a worry list, and that is when they lose their grip on you. Second, Get answers when you can. If you have a specific situation, you can work through it on a page, like what we talked about with an outcome map, to decide what are the different outcomes, how likely is it those things that might come about, and what's the one thing that you can do about it today. Then number three, we talked about how to make sense with your worries, with story shaping and talking through them out loud, asking yourself questions, you know, every single day to talk about it, make sense of what's going on. Then you know what to do about it. Then you can talk about it so much better because you already know what is going on for you. Number four, setting clear boundaries with worry time. You know, giving yourself a chunk of time, booking it in with a timer for, let's say, 10 minutes, and, and that's when you kind of work through your worries so they don't spill over into the rest of your life. Just don't do it before bed because otherwise it will make you hard to fall asleep. <laughs> so that's important. And five, most importantly, and this is the huge thing that I would really urge you to spend the most time on is taking the focus away from worry, right? Because when you can devote it to something else, You simply don't have enough time for it. Like it just automatically gets pushed into the background because you've devoted yourself to something that you care about so, so much. I want you to go out and get on top of worry in every single way because listen, you know this, my friend, after being through your experience with cancer, just like I have, you know that the way that you deal with worries from now on is going to determine your quality of life in a direct way. My name is Joe Dokmutsky. Thank you for being here. Go out there, get on top of worries and live with purpose. Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, my friend, it's Joe jumping in here real quick. Listen, if you find this helpful, but you also feel like you might need some help one on one to really build out your new normal and help you like lead a happier, more fulfilled life after cancer, then you should check out my coaching program where you could work with me one on one to help you really get progress and fast track your life after cancer. And to find out more about it, go to TakeYourLifeBackAfterCancer.com and put that in your browser. That is, again, TakeYourLifeBackAfterCancer.com. You'll find more about it right there. Thank you for being here, my friend. Look after yourself.